Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we hope you connect with God to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live as an artist in His kingdom. I'm Matt Tama, your host. Let's get started. Now, James 2.14, if you got your Bible, turn there real quick. You may have heard me say this before, but just keep, keep where you're going in James. I'm going to go back just a second. <clears throat> the Lord had me for kicks one day. You know, this whole faith is the sum of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. He had me just for kicks <laughs> replace faith with creative expression. My creative expression is the evidence, is the tangible result of things hoped for, is the evidence of things not seen. So then he said, why don't you just for kicks? You know, just for kicks, right? <laughs> it's just me and you, the Lord said. <laughs> just, it's just me and you. Just take that creative expression, art, your business, whatever it is, however God has gifted you, whatever your creative mojo is, okay? <laughs> for me, it's art, creative expression. So I said, he said, take it and just put it, replace that word in other places that the Bible says faith, Okay. With the faith of a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move, and it would be cast into the sea. Okay, I'm going to replace now. With your creative expression, you could say to this mountain, move, and see it cast into the sea. Do you mean, Father, that you're saying that when I cooperate with you, when I yield my giftings and what's in my hand to you, when I cooperate with the Holy Spirit, and I ask you to sanctify and move through me, that you moving through me and however you've called me could literally move mountains? This is one of the things I think is one of the the biblical reasons we see when people, you know, look at prophetic art or hear a song and something begins to crack in their life. You know, you've heard me tell that story about the lady at Bethel that walks in the healing rooms, sees a picture called Hope. A stage four tumor in her brain bursts. It began to run out of her ear. Why? Because she encountered the glory of the Lord in the context of the creative expression of an artist that chose to cooperate with the Lord. That art, the Lord moving through that art, moved the mountain of disease and sickness in her life. Why is it that when you listen to that same, that whatever that song is, you know, like I... Like Tanya and I, we started started dating back at Athens, Georgia. We used to go country line dancing. And I hear that song. The smile on your face lets me know that you're near me. There's a truth in your... Every time I hear that song, my body and my mind goes right back to the Country Rock Cafe in Athens, Georgia. Why? Because God designed creative expression to bypass all our mental you know, maneuverings and faculties and boom, go right to the heart. That is why in this kingdom time right now that he is so passionate about the harvest to come in, he's so passionate about you getting this thing of creatively releasing the kingdom. It's not just about going out and giving out tracts. It's about cooperating with him and doing the things that he says to do when he says to do it and seeing that creative expression of your life literally move mountains. Wouldn't that be so great instead of having to be embarrassed about sharing the Lord 
with your friends and not, know, you know, just being all freaked out about it. And, oh, I don't want to invite them to a Bible study. Maybe God didn't got you to invite them to a Bible study. Maybe they're sick and you're supposed to go visit them and take them. A, uh, and the Lord says, take them some macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese? Okay. And the Lord says, fix it this way, like your grandma used to fix it, you know, with the eggs and everything like that. And you take it to her, and when she eats it, she begins to cry because she remembers her family and how she used to be, you know, she's been longing for her family. And, I mean, you see what I'm saying? See, the Lord can do more <laughs> in one moment of His creative, His creativity through your life than you could work up over 10 years of trying to win people to Jesus. Don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying don't go win people to Jesus. They're preaching up there at King of Glory. Don't win people to Jesus. No. Jesus, take the wheel. I like country music. I'm sorry. So, just one more. You know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Lord, don't make me say this one. Without my creative expression, it's impossible to please you. And the, I've, I keep feeling the Lord doing this in me. He's like, without you being who you, who I created you to be, it's impossible to please me. Oh! Oh! Why do we see so many people depressed and anxious and doing all these things that, you know, they, it's that cane curse. You know, the more you hoe the ground, the more you do this, the more you do, the less you get. It's because we're doing things that we're never, you were never designed to do. And I want to tell you, your daddy is standing up there going, man, I got the most incredible life for you. You know that when I used to be in ministry, before, you know, previously in Atlanta, you know, ministry's hard sometimes, like everything's hard. We've all got our stuff. And about every fall, about every October, November, I'd get hot about something and I'd, I'd tell Tanya, why don't we just get a, get an RV and go get some kudzu and we make baskets and just leave. Forget it all. You know, we just want to go. Well, obviously that was immaturity. <laughs> that was me just reacting. But there was a nugget there. See that the Lord knew that my baskets brought me life. Well, guess what? The Lord put that in me. I hate to say he planted kudzu in me. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but the Lord planted that desire in me. And although in my immaturity I was unable to work that out, now I begin to see that the flow of my life includes my basket making. And so now people are recognizing it and people are buying it and galleries are calling and the Smithsonian's recognizing I mean, it's an incredible thing that has happened. But it's because I'm trying, I'm being me. I'm not trying to be you. So don't go out and try to get my kudzu today and try to become a basket maker. I'm not, do you hear me? Gilbert, I know you would now. I know you would. Okay. So let's keep going. Uh, in James chapter 2, 14. 17 and verse 22 also. So what does it profit, my brethren, if somebody says he has faith uh, but does not have works? Can faith save him? 
If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warm and filled, but do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Do you see that faith, this is verse 22, I think, um, verse, do you see that faith was working together with his works, and by works faith was made perfect? Faith requires this active response on your part. It's not enough to just to, to say, oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> faith is this active response on your part, okay? That's called co-laboring. <laughs> God moves I respond. If God tells you to do something and you go, oh yeah, that'd be a great idea, and you never act on it, then the transaction is not happening. And if the transaction is not happening, that means the power of God is not being released. That means transformation is not being, is not happening in that situation. You know? See, this is the wonderful thing I love about this. We have the opportunity to release the light in the life of God. You think that through everything that you do, so you think about even when, you know, the earth was formed, God's in, think about this, in God's heart, there was desire. In God's heart, there was desire for relationship with us. And he was in faith with his own self. Isn't that neat? He, and he says, out of that desire, let there be light. And out of that transaction of faith right there, boom, light was released. That which was formless and dark now began to come, take shape and now became, came a form. You see what I'm saying? So the same thing with you. When the Father moves on you, now you receive it and you agree with it. And now, you, uh, now the life and the light of God, that's how the power comes. Okay. Next, let's look at uh, Hebrews 11.6, kind of back to Hebrews. But without faith it's impossible to please Him. For who comes to God, he who comes to God must believe that He is, that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. See, He's telling you right there. <laughs> we already know about the Father that He, if we'll seek Him with all our heart, that He desires to give us what? The desires of our heart. He's all about this rewarding and giving and blessing and favoring and pouring out upon His people. I want to end with this, kind of this picture. We were in our artist group one night. Um, by the way, I'm going to do a shameless plug. <laughs> if you're a creative person of any kind or just think you might be sneaking up on creativity... We meet every Monday night at the church at 7 o'clock, and we have an incredible time of community. We're seeing healing. We're seeing the glory of the Lord released in each other's life. We're seeing encouragement. I mean, it's just awesome. And so you should come anyway. We were talking one night. Let me just say that. See, you can't be who God's called you to be by yourself. The kingdom is all about community. You're not going to get the fullness of what God is trying to download you just sitting in your prayer room. It, it's going to be, you know, let, and let me give you an example of this. Friday night, 11, 11, 11, I'm standing in Chicago at the Chicago House of Prayer. 
packed house. Worship was incredible. I'm speaking now um, on prophetic art and all this kind of stuff, much like what I'm talking about right now. I'm getting to like the, what I think is the best part. <laughs> and I start having this overwhelming sense of suicide bombers. I'm like, Lord, I'm trying to preach. <laughs> I mean, it's like really heavy. And so I kept going <laughs> because I'm like, they done invited me up here. This is the third time. It's Saturday night. It's the big, sur- I got a suicide bombers. And then the Lord, as I'm preaching, I'm just preaching along like I normally do. I start seeing people in my mind run out of the building. I start seeing the building explode. I start, I even started planning out in my head, how can I get all these people out of this building if I see this person? I mean, that's where I was, and yet I'm trying to preach encouragement just like I'm doing to you today. So I just shut it down. I did. And I just began, I said, let's just pray. The Lord had me read Psalm 91 over. And over, we, we prayed, I'm talking like, praying and the worship team going for like an hour. At the end of the service, people came up to me and said, man, that was so great, praise the Lord, da, da, da. I never said what I was sensing. I just said, we need to pray. I didn't want to scare people, you know, I just was trying to use wisdom in that. I was shaken to my core. In fact, they're trying to, you want to go get some Chicago style pizza after the service? I'm like, I just need to go home. I was staying at the pastor's house, so I went home. I'm immediately on my iPad. I'm like looking up Detroit, the call. I said, somebody's bombed the call. I mean, I didn't know what was, I just was, I knew that I'd sensed something. I couldn't even go to sleep last night. Tanya will tell you, I go to sleep on the way to the pillow. I mean, I'm like, (laughs) that is not an issue for me. And I could not get it off of my spirit, and I could not get an understanding of what it was. And I just had to give it to the Lord and move on. And the next day, I, sh- I shared it with a couple of the leaders. They had nothing. I'm like, well, I have just missed the Lord. Whatever. I called Sam this morning. Sam, we called. We talked this morning about 7.45, 8 o'clock. And I told him that same story. He said, did you hear what the word that Dutch Sheets had? about a terrorist attack in America to pray against it on 11-11-11? Yeah, buses. And the Lord, right in the middle of that thing that I was in Chicago in, stopped. Now see, number one, there's that dynamic that I was listening, that I was here, and I was able to do what the Lord told me to do. That's what I'm trying to get you to do today. Number two, I would have never understood the fullness of what God had called me to do while I was in Chicago unless I had talked to my brother Sam and been vulnerable enough to tell him, I think I just missed it. <laughs> I really screwed up in Chicago. I don't know if they're going to have me back again. He's like, no, 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 no. Listen, this is what it was. It's the body. It's community. Okay, that was free too. Okay. Well, hey, there's Matt. And you know, one of the things that I found over the years in working with artists is that real lasting change in our life happens best in the context of supportive Christian community. And that's why I wanted to take this opportunity just to take a second and invite you to be a part of my online community called the Thriving Christian Artists Facebook Group. Listen, this group is absolutely free and over the years has actually grown to thousands and thousands of artists in just about every creative medium from countries all over the world. 
You know, the cool thing is that it's become a real place of encouragement and life for artists, just like you and me, who want to share their work, share their life, <laughs> connect with other artists, and really pursue everything God has for us as artists in His kingdom. Now listen, to join, all you have to do is just click the link in the show notes here and answer a couple of questions just to let us know that you're a real person and bam, you're in, okay? So listen, I can't wait to connect with you inside of my Thriving Christian Artist Facebook group. Do it now and we'll see you there very soon. All right, bye. So we were in, I got off talking about our Monday night group. We were in our Monday night group, sharing, talking about prophetic art, talking about this whole dynamic. And the Lord said, what you do, your art, your creative expression, whatever yours is, your business, your raising your kids, your volunteering at the soup kitchen, whatever it is that's, that God has placed in your hand, when you do this, when you cooperate with Him through faith, and you see that thing manifest, He said it's like a table being manifested. And I was like, like a table? Well, that's kind of interesting. And then he said, remember the 23rd Psalm? He said, I do the same thing for you. He prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. I said, help me figure this out a little bit, Lord. He said, reword it like this. He sits with me and prepares for me a place of nourishment in the presence of everything that wants to kill me. Can I tell you that that is where the harvest is today? They are sitting in the presence of everything that wants to kill them. We have an enemy that wants to steal and to kill and to destroy. He's out to kill the artist. He's out to kill the business people. He's out to kill the teachers. If he can't steal from you, then he'll try to frustrate you. If he can kill you and destroy you, then he'll do that too. He's out to kill you. And we have been sent not as these namby-pamby Christians giving out tracts, trying to get people to make decisions that they never intended to make. We're called to release the life and the power and the kingdom of God through this transaction that He gives us this ability called faith to bring that which is not seen into the scene. And when you do that, it becomes a table that now people can eat from. And when they're depressed and you come up and give them an encouragement, encouraging word and you think that it doesn't really mean anything, but their heart breaks and they start bawling at the cash register. They're eating from the table of the Lord. When you record a song and it goes, goes all around the world and you think nobody... I remember when I recorded my CD, the first one that I did back at Christ the King. We recorded that thing. I don't think I had but a couple thousand of them made. And they started going just all over the place. Remember those guys? We used to have a prison that would call us. Or not call, but write. They would write us. And every now and again, it was the same prison. They would ask for that CD. Because they said it ministered to the, to the inmates. They loved that. And so they would play that CD in the prisons. I want you to know that my, because I chose... See, this is not about Matt. But because I chose to stand in the place that God had created me and cooperate with Him and release that creative expression, that part of the kingdom through my life, now those inmates that I would, I'll never meet. People from Puerto Rico were buying it. People in Africa got it. People... 
I'd never meet or able to eat from the table of the Lord. He wants to do the same thing for you. And I want to tell you, when you begin to move in this, <laughs> this level of, of kingdom, all the things that you've been struggling with and the things you've been fighting with, you're going to be amazed. Things will begin. I'm not saying things will be perfect. I'm not saying the enemy's not going to be trying to get you. But there, you will begin to sense a flow and a favor in your life that you've never sensed before. It's like when, when I started doing the worship studio thing back in Atlanta three years ago, people try to give me buildings. I had a lady at Gathering of Artisans try to give me some land, like 20-something acres out uh, east of Black Mountain. We're still talking about it. I had a lady give me an art gallery in Atlanta. Why? Not because Matt's this awesome guy, but because I had gotten into this flow of how the Lord would release His kingdom through me. What is it for you? I want you to close your eyes right now, and I want you to just ask the Lord, Father, what is that for me? What is the thing or the flow for the younger people, your mojo? <laughs> what is that thing, that way to walk in the kingdom that you've called me to? You need to know that. Just ask the Lord. Just ask him that right now. Now, just stay in that place, but I want you to just begin to, like popcorn, just begin to speak out whatever the Lord says. Speak it out where you can hear it. What? Okay. One by one. Come on. Encouragement. Louder. Hope. Uh, all right. I want, all right. Get, get a little, get a little, bring it down. I want you to get, look at me real quick. Get out of the broad. Get focused. Okay, if the Lord's saying hope, ask the Lord how, Lord. Go down another level. Get, let's get clear, clear, clear. All right? Close your eyes again. Ask Him, Lord. Say, Lord, how have you called me? All right? So if you got some clarity, begin to just speak it out. Communications, okay. Servant. Even go a little deeper, guys, than that, if you can. A watchman. A writer, okay. Standard bearer, okay. Ask the Lord. Just ask Him. He wants to tell this to you. A worshiper. Science. Go... Love it. Are right, you, you hear the difference there? That's specific. It's measurable. All right? See, I could be an encourager. Oh, I'm an encourager. Or I could be, all right, Lord, give me a little bit more of that. Because you could just be walking around everywhere just encouraging people. And maybe that's what the Lord's, you know, got something for you like that. But no, it's, I'm an encourager of people that are in this age, in this geography. You see what I'm saying? Close your eyes again. You're gonna, we're going to get this. All right, just ask the Lord, just continued clarity. Speak it out. 
There you go. All right. Who are you helping out of darkness? What do they look like? Okay. Awesome. Who else? Through prayer journals. Are you just going to be reading prayer journals or what? So you're going to write prayer journals. Oh, so you're a writer. Say it again. I'm a writer. You're a what? I'm a writer. You see what I'm talking about? There's a clarity that came. I'm a writer. And she does these. You see these? She's beginning to work it out. Incredible. See, you've got to get from this place where, well, God's just called me to do this little thing, to I'm an artist. I'm a writer. I'm a businessman that God's called to change economic structures that will shift my city. You, you see what I'm saying? You are settling. We are settling for too little. All right, close your eyes again. Ask the Lord for that clarity, for that clarity. I want to get a few of these today. Awesome. Awesome. Clarity. Ask the Lord. Yes. Okay. Now this is interesting. Provide a place of healing and restoration for people that, that, that need that. And so what's God put in your hand to do that in the natural? She's got a, she's got a, a house, see, that the Lord had her build. It's a retreat, you know, like a retreat. She rents it out. Well, maybe she just thought that was just vacation income. But no, now the Lord's saying, I'm giving you, I put this in your hand to be able to release my kingdom. Ask the Lord, what, what, Lord, what have you put in my hand? What have you put in my hand to release the kingdom through my life? <laughs> That's good. Okay. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. What else? Computers. What about them? They're great. You repair them? Where do you repair them? In people's houses. You see how this thing's starting to... So you can just say computers, or you can say, God's called me to bring His light and His glory and His grace and His love into people's houses as I provide a service for them of, of fixing their computers. See what I'm saying? It's that clarity. And embracing that. See, here's the other thing. This doesn't mean, whatever's in your hand right now, this doesn't mean that this is all that God's ever going to do in your life. The kingdom is about stewardship. What are you going to do with what you have now? He's going to let you do that for a season, and then He's going to say, watch this. He's going to bring something in from the side that's going to even step it up another level, and it's going to blow your mind because you, you really like it. All right. Give me, give me three, yeah, a couple more. Go ahead. Awesome. We need some of those. Hallelujah. Hey. Okay. And where do they look, what do they look like? 
Okay? And where would you see them at? In church? Okay. And where do you work? Okay. Awesome. Awesome. See what I'm saying? Clarity, clarity, clarity. A lot of times we just think, oh, that's just a job I have. (laughs) That's just a way to make money. All right. Tell me. Come on. Stand up. Big voice. Architecture for the homeless. So what are you, give me a little more specific stuff. What do you mean architecture for the home? You're going to give my architecture book or what? What about houses for them to move into? Who's, who's, who's going to design them? You are, right? See what I'm saying? Architecture for the homeless to... I'm going to design houses for people who don't have homes to live in in order for them to... Re- you see what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's receiving that. Gabby. Love it. Brian. Developing growth systems. So a little deeper. For who? Awesome. All right. So you're talking people, businesses, that sort of thing. All right, a couple more. See, y'all are getting it now. See, it's starting to prime. <laughs> okay. So she's a travel nurse. She's one of those people that goes here and there when disaster hits. So she's wanting more, more training for that. Awesome. All right, two more, two more. Yes, in the back. Awesome. And what do you do for your your occupation? God's put massage therapy in her hand. See, and now she's taken that and seeing the glory of the Lord being released through that. Ken, last one. And then Jason, I'll give you one. You're the drummer. Who's an artist of life? Who? Oh. So you're, I didn't quite get it. You're a, you're a what? Who is an artist of life? Oh! Oh! Yeah. Okay, Jason, last one. A worship warrior. A worship warrior is going to walk in the door one day or what? Okay, okay see? Yes, yes. So do you see what I'm saying? All right? The way, whatever God's put in your hand, the way he's uniquely gifted you, that's how you're supposed to be releasing the kingdom. So when you go home today, as you begin to operate uh, in your everyday life, just have, begin to have an ear. Invest in that relationship and ask him, Lord, show me, you know, as a florist, as a businessman, as a drummer, as a painter, as a whatever it is, show me how to release your light in life in the world. Okay. So let's stand. I'm going to pray for you real quick. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray Lord that you would right now, just lift your hands, unlock, 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 unlock and awaken Lord, unlock and awaken God, that which you put into all 
of my dear brothers and sisters or my family here. I pray, God, right now in the name of Jesus, that you would unlock and awaken the very core DNA that you put inside of them when you created them. The things that they think are weird about them, the things that only you know about right now, God, I pray in the name of Jesus, unlock and awaken. New business ideas, new creativity, new ways to release your love, new ways to release your mercy, new ways to touch people, new way to transform cities, new way to transform government, new way to transform economies, new way to to transform people, God, and bring in the harvest through their the creative release of your kingdom. Father, I speak awakening and activation right now, God, to that which already lives inside of them, to that which already lives inside of them, your kingdom. And so, Father, just like we started today, we say your kingdom come and your will be done in and through us, God, as your church in all the fullness and all the creativity that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.